This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. This Rosh Hashanah is going to be like no other. The continued threat of COVID-19 has meant that things are inevitably going to be very different. While some of the Orthodox rules have opened subject to stringent conditions, the South African Union of Progressive Judaism has decided to remain closed and will stream the full services for the High Holy Days. Greg Flash, the newly appointed chairman of the South African Union for Progressive Judaism, Rabbi Greg Alexander from Temple Israel in Cape Town, and Desmond Sweek, chairman of Bet David Santon, join me now to tell me how things will work. Gentlemen, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Great to hear. So from the beginning of lockdown, the progressive shuls have been streaming services online. How has it been going? Uh, it's this week here from Bet David. I mean, we've been streaming and I know all the other shuls have as well. And it's been going well. We've learned a number of lessons and um, we're going to put those into practice over our holy days so we can have quality services. But it's it's actually been going surprisingly well and surprisingly Many, many people are joining us, not just from Joba, but from the rest of the world and Africa, in fact. If I can jump in, Sharice from Cape Town, uh, very similar to, uh, to Beit David's experience. Um, it's been so amazing to be able to connect. I think at the beginning, uh, we felt like we were trying to replicate physical shul online and being frustrated that you couldn't have the same feeling. You can't create the feeling of being in a shul filled with people, uh, a brocha, food, uh, able to gather. Um, and it took us a while to start to learn the tricks and tips of what it meant to be online and create a community online. Um, but six months later, I would say, I was going to say we're experts, but I'd say we're, we're learning all the time. How do you create a community online, Rabbi? Uh, that, that's a great question, and it's one that we wrestle with at um, uh, at least two meetings a week uh, with our staff and lay leadership. So I think the first thing is to to realize that it's not physical and that you need to uh, create multiple ways for people to connect. So we use Zoom and we use Facebook, and the experience are different. So if you come in on Zoom and your camera's on, um, you're, you're in shuls, so to speak, because you can see people and they can see you. Um, you can, uh, you can interact, you can uh, unmute and speak. Um, you can sing along in the background and people can see you singing. Um, and if you come in on Facebook, uh, some people are preparing Shabbos dinner and, uh, they're just listening and watching the service in the background. And we, we had to realize that both are, are okay and both are ways that people are connecting. And we've learned that it's different. And as a result of those lessons, we, we are upgrading our systems to go beyond what you can do with Zoom and Facebook. So for our holy days, we spent uh, something just under 100,000 in upgrading our systems to be close. Uh, I don't think we'll be broadcast quality yet, but we're getting there so that the experience is much more real and you not don't have these dropped connections and other issues uh, it doesn't feel amateurish, and you can concentrate on the service. Yeah, Sharice, so one of the things that you lose is that you um, you can't just spontaneously break into song. Uh, one of the great things about being a congregation uh, is being able to sing with the person next to you and in front of you and behind you singing along. Um, and uh, you mentioned that Orthodox shuls were opening under strict restrictions, and one of those restrictions is no singing. 
So when we considered what High Holy Days would look like without singing, um, the thought uh, was was impossible. How can you do Rosh Hashanah without being able to uh, have the majestic music of the High Holy Days? So one of the biggest investments, um, like Des just said, has been in music, um, creating videos, uh, creating uh, live opportunities, um, using uh, techniques that allow people um, to uh, to sing, uh, to participate through chats and through breakout rooms, so that you don't feel like you're just watching a TV screen, but you're actually interacting in a way that feels more like a community. I mean, what both of you are saying also is that you found with the restrictions and opportunity that, that opportunities that you hadn't thought of before have presented themselves to you. And with a bit of creative thinking, you're engaging in very new and different ways. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we uh, for many years spoke about live streaming our services and we are a community, uh, you know, we, we, we have three synagogues um, stretched across Cape Town and uh, we, we have strived uh, over the years to connect people to those campuses, to bring people in, to let them be there physically in shul. And so we resisted live streaming because we felt that it would um, it would detract and it would uh, uh, encourage people to to have a, a shallow connection with uh, with the shul compared to being there. But what COVID has forced us to do is to look at what an online community looks like and feels like, and to look at social media and to look at our digital presence and to say, well. We're a shul not just for Cape Town now. We're a shul for the whole world. We're connecting people all over the world, and we need to have a digital presence. And even after COVID, that digital presence will continue. Greg, let's bring you in here. Um, just to, in terms of each shul among the progressive communities, was it each one's decision to close? Yeah, the way we work as a as a as a movement. There's no one in charge, uh, the rabbi, there's no, I'm, a, I'm the chair of the organization, I'm not the president, I like to say that. So we discussed it, we looked at the risks, we looked at the opportunities, and we went, uh, and each shul decided not to. Not all shuls are, have the ability to be able to stream, obviously. Um, the smaller congregations uh, don't have the money, or the uh, some of them don't have rabbis, and hence we, we're working much Closer together as a as a movement than we have in years. Um, one thing that COVID has done is is brought the community closer. We're seeing each other much more often. I see Desmond uh, weekly now, where we didn't see each other often, and um, and that's a great thing about it is that we're working much more together, and everyone's experiencing that globally. So um, each congregation made the call, and it was pretty unanimous. I mean, the, the, obviously the older people. Um, or oh, everyone needs high holidays. Everyone needs it high holidays every year, and this year we probably all need high holidays even more. And um, and and the people who really need it part of their lives and are regular shul goings are usually the older people, and they just it's not safe for them to come to shul. So we have to give them this opportunity. Uh, they aren't. It's not perfect because old, some people don't have the resources, they don't have the equipment to be able to watch stream things. So we've tried to work. Each shul has worked with with their congregants to try and help them get onto Zoom, understand it, maybe help them with uh, money to pay for 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 data, etc. It's not a it's not a it's not a perfect thing, but uh, we're striving to to connect to as many of our congregants as possible. How do you see them? You know, so many prayers on the High Holy Days are so important and relevant, especially to elderly people. 
How, how do you make that accessible? Well, I, I, can, I can talk a bit of it. That's all right. So um, we, up until, from now until High Holy Days, we have people coming into the shul uh, just by themselves or husband and wife and uh, looking at the portions that they're going to read. And for some, they're going to record in advance so they can have the experience in the shul and of course the show is sanitized before and after, and then some of those will be um, transmitted on the high holy days, others will be live. So those people who feel restricted in terms of their technical knowledge, we're helping them um, either going to them or them coming to us. Uh, we're also giving technical advice. We have a member, our vice chair, is very technically savvy and has been helping people with data and other assistance as well. Yeah, Sharice, if I can jump in on uh, as well, Rabbi Greg in Cape Town, is that um, with the High Holy Days, we're almost going to have a repeat of March and April, uh, where we had first-timers on Zoom and Facebook. And um, we divided it up between our team, uh, lay people and uh, professionals, uh, to say, well, there are people that would love to join, but they just don't know how. So, and I, I've done this a couple of times, and it, uh, you would think it's five minutes to explain to somebody over the phone how to get onto Facebook Live or how to get on Zoom, but actually, it's a one-hour conversation. So you're setting aside a one-hour conversation to say, okay, um, open, open your uh, your browser. What's a browser? Okay, a browser is like Google. You know, when you search for something. Okay, Google. I understand. Okay, open that browser, and I want you to put in there. So it's a step-by-step process of talking somebody through how to connect. And like Greg Flash said, that's assuming that number one, they have a device and that they have access to data and can connect. Um, some of them can't and some of them don't want to. Uh, I have one congregant who uh, has said to me, I, I speak to her on the phone on her landline. She says, Rabbi, I am taking this as my sabbatical. I am reading books that I have never had a chance to get to before on my bookshelf. I don't want to go online, and when this is all over, please, God, I will be back to shore. But right now, I'm going to read my books. So it's a full range of people who are connecting in different ways and uh, responding in different ways. And our job as the synagogues is to try and reach out and to connect, in, uh, whether it's through phone or through social media or through our online services, right the way through Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur with all of them. So how will it work? What are you offering for the High Holy Days? So let me jump in there. Um, so we've five shuls streaming so far. Um, there might be more. Um, and, and so that means there's five different opportunities. Many of the shuls will have services. And we decided as a movement to open up, um, open our, our services to all Jews. Anyone that wants to attend our services is, is very welcome uh, to, to join us, to make contact. Uh, it's free, it's safe, and, and we want people to experience, have a spiritual and meaningful high holidays. We put a website together, um, that is, uh, you can put on your, on your website yourself. It's, it's very simple, high, www.highholidays.org.za. And people can register there, and then we get their, their name and number, and we, ma- we make personal contact with them just to give a little bit of vetting to know who they are. And then we will pass on all the links of all the services that are available. And there's all different ranges of services. There's more traditional services with choirs singing. There's more 
uh, ones with instruments. Um, there's yoga type services. There's all this. It covers a, a wide range. And hopefully, people who are not used to progressive services will experience something that's something new, and uh, and maybe they'll like it. Uh, and they're very welcome. We we're here to to help. Um, I think that's the key thing. And to add on to that, Sharice, is that uh, we're also taking advantage of the national opportunity uh, of being together. So on second morning Rosh Hashanah and on the midday of Yom Kippur, um, we are offering a sort of Limud-style program online where people can connect to any of the synagogues um, in, in the country that will be offering uh, different um, uh, sessions um, that somebody can come to uh, a shiur with a rabbi in, in Cape Town, and then uh, in the next hour they can go to a, um, uh, something that's being offered in Joburg, um, just at the uh, click of a Zoom link. Sounds absolutely amazing. So many opportunities, opportunities to explore, opportunities to not miss out on the Ontavim because of COVID-19. If anybody missed that contact detail of the website, I do have it. Um, and regist- you, you do need to register, is that correct? Registration is the most yeah. important thing you need. Yeah, I mean, like like in normal situation, if, you, if you're going to a shul that you don't normally go to, you do need to uh, pass a security check. The security nowadays, and we have security online. We don't want uh, Zoom bombing. We have to protect on that. But it'll be very... Very um, friendly. Um, it'll be a personal contact, and we can easily vet who you are. Um, but um, but everyone is very welcome. So um, so Sharice, uh, we are running everything online except for one event. Um, it's a drive-by shofar blast at the Greenpoint Stadium in Cape Town, and what that involves is uh, next Sunday, 11 a.m. Uh, we'll have shofar blowers lined up along the side of Flay Road, which is a, a small side road next to the stadium. And at 11 a.m., we'll have all the congregants lined up in their cars ready to go. Uh, we'll wave a flag, and they will proceed around the corner into Flay Road, driving slowly past the shofar blowers to hear the shofar. They will not get out of their car. There will be no gathering, physical gathering, um, and uh, so it will be a, a safe way to experience shofar in a physical way uh, without uh, opening shuls or, or bringing people together. Um, and this will be the only physical gathering um, that we will offer um, uh, leading up to the High Holy Days. Gentlemen, thank you very much. That was Greg Flash, the chairman of the South African Union for Progressive Judaism, Rabbi Greg Alexander from Temple Israel in Cape Town, and Desmond Sweet, chairman of Beta Vet Santon. And Shana Tovah.